because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. It's always hunting season. Well, Eddie, it's wonderful that you're proud of your father and that you stick up for him. But Herman, a drag racer? <laughs> That's the funniest thing I ever heard in all of my life. <laughs> Eddie? Yeah, Pa? Ignoring this hysterical person. A drag racer. And her unseemly guffaws. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What time on Saturday do I start burning rubber? You mean you'll do it, Pop? Eddie, I can answer that in two words. Vroom. Hello and welcome to another amazing, one-of-a-kind, burden rubber down the street. That smell, it stinks so bad, but we're making it. We're making a terrible smell <laughs> as we do this podcast. We, <laughs> I wow. lost the track because, you know what? We shun. We shun millions, billions, trillions, mm-hmm. infinite hours of quality entertainment to watch a 60-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family. My name is Derek, and I am a monster hunter. Joining me at the monster-headed table of monsterism, as even though he says he hasn't, has every single episode up until today, the 36th time, he is Shun DMC himself, Keith. Hey, what's up, KG, a.k.a. Shun DMC, a.k.a. Um, me. A.k.a. me. Yeah. Now, I'll have you direct your attention to the Sharpie marker that is written on the table. It says, other host this direction with an arrow. Let's turn that way to my right across the table from Keith. He's sitting there. He's a master of disaster. He's all sorts of things. He is the Dr. Dre of Kansas. He's Terry. That's right. And today I'm a hot rodding, um, drag racing man. Hot rod and drag racing man. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I've got that little Kansas straw there on the man. Yeah, that's, that's right. And I'm uh yeah, I'm you know doing a, a wheelie into the, the studio here. Yeah. Uh and a wheelie. Yeah, a wheelie. I'm on oh. the, the Terry Mobile. <laughs> the smoke. Oh. And now I'm uh yeah, now I'm throwing some tires on the old bonfire to burn some rubber. <laughs> and... That's the only I that's why I, that's the way I have traditionally burned rubber my entire life. Mm-hmm. Is the annual Derek? Let's all get together and choke bonfire. I invite all my friends and family, but that's a people love story. it. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a great tradition, especially like a good tire fire that can last for years at a time. They, they come from counties around. The <laughs> yeah, I love to collect all the tires I can find and just yeah let them burn <laughs> for like years. You'd be surprised. We have an annual tire drive uh, here in the town where I put barrels and all those grocery stores people can drop off their old tires <laughs> um and then like at tire plus where it's like would you like to buy a tire for the tire fire this year <laughs> you, you can always add a fifth tire onto your purchase um, 
<laughs> charity for charity. <laughs> for, charity. Uh-huh. <laughs> for a good cause. Yeah, it's for a good cause. But that's that shoot. That's neither here nor there. We need we need to talk about season one, episode 36, Hot Rod yeah. Herman. But before we can do that, gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I had a really good day today. Good. That's oh, good to wow. hear. That's awesome. Yeah, I, me too. I've just been laying back, feet up on the table, wearing my all my leather, uh, and just putting down my goggles and looking real cool as I, you know, chill. <laughs> yeah, I've been finding myself awkwardly strutting around the house. Mm-hmm. Al- yeah. Almost like the pants I'm wearing don't fit. <laughs> the belt's just well, too tight. That's how I strut. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the coolest way, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only well, way, too. It's not. It's, <laughs> Wait, what? It's, it's, I, it's, it's, it's second to, like, making two pool shots in a row and then strutting around. That's oh, the coolest no, way yeah. to do it. That, well, After that, yeah. you know, what could top that, honestly? No one, yeah, nothing could top that. Oh, boy. Well, I know what can top this. Lighting a candle, running down that hallway, oh. scurrying down the hallway. The rat shit, the low-hanging fruit, the cobwebs, the twizzlers, the panhandler's still here. Terry, oh, what's he playing this week? I don't remember there being a panhandler here. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was here last week. He was here last oh, week. All right. He was playing the yeah. Munsters themes oh. backward. You have to listen to the episode to make sure. Mm-hmm. No, I gave him a dollar, and now he's uh, playing the spoons in the rhythm of a uh, drag race down the street. Wow. Oh, my God. It sounds Terry. just like it. I can't believe you can do that with spoons. <laughs> yep. Uh let's quickly get past this. Uh, let's quickly run. Let, let's from not me. let's not dwell on him and the amazing noises he's making. Uh through the rod iron gate. Oh, I really hope I might picked it up. Anyway, we're in the cathedral. Uh I've flipped the switch, the pyrotechnics are going off. This is still TBD name. Uh so we're waiting for sponsors, but I figured adding some lights and pyrotechnics would make it more exciting. Push the ghost or see ghost, push a ghost. Uh do not mm-hmm. let them regain form. Over to the bookshelf, pass out Indiana Jones' comings, goings, leaving his trailer. Uh, grab the dusty old tome off the shelf. Huge. It's big leather powder. Mm-hmm. Dusty. <sighs> Blow it off. Open it up. <clears throat> Drop to a knee. Present it to Keith. Alter boy to priest style for another Monster Hunter's almanac factoid tidbit shit sheet fact psalm of the week. All right, gather around, everybody, as uh, we open up to uh, Raven, book one of 1,000. One of 1,000? Yes, book yes, One yes. of 1,000 books? Mm-hmm, yes, because uh, we are uh, we're covering Melvin Jerome Blank, a.k.a. Mel Blanc, a.k.a. the man of 1,000 <laughs> voices. Mel Blanc or Mel Blanc? Well, his original name is Melvin Blank, and then he changed it to Mel Blanc. Oh, there we go. Because apparently he had a teacher who made fun of him. Oh, oh what? Because yeah. of blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But he's That's the man a of a thousand stare. voices. No, he's uh, yeah, he Raven in our show is just one of them. He has over uh, twelve hundred screen credits based on approximately four hundred distinct character voices that he's done for radio, TV, and film. I'm not going to go over all of them. Everyone knows Bugs, Porky Pig, Daffy Duck. Apparently, he took over doing Porky Pig because the other guy couldn't um, control the stutter uh, well enough. Hmm. Oh, that's wow. tough. Yeah. Uh, Tweety Bird, Sylvester. Uh, he does Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner, which I thought was funny. Uh, you'll see Coyote. Yeah. He doesn't make any noise, does he? I think he, he speaks. He every talks every now and then. Oh, but the Roadrunner he? just says, okay. meet me. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Marvin Martian, Foghorn, Langhorn. What? And those are just the ones that he did for, uh, that'd be for Warner Brothers. 
That is insane. So he basically was just every Looney Tune, and Pretty they didn't much. need to hire uh, yeah, It else. said at some point in time he has done the voice of every single Looney Tune, uh, whether like you know they needed him to cover for somebody else or it's a voice that he's actually done on his own. Again, most of them are ones he made up for himself. Uh, eventually, later on, he eventually did Barney Rubble, also Dino from uh, mm. from the Flintstones, Cosmo Spacely from the Jetsons, Secret Squirrel, Captain Caveman. He created the voice for Twiki from Buck Rogers mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. Heathcliff mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Cat. And he originated the voice, uh, originated and voiced Toucan Sam from uh, Fruit Loops. They're great. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was, uh, he's from Portland, Oregon. He worked at KGW Radio as an announcer as one of the Hoot Owls in the mid 1930s, where he specialized in comic voices. Jack Benny once said of him, there are only five real people in Hollywood. Everyone else is just Mel Blanc. And now in 1940, here's another voice that he created and one that we've talked about before. He created the voice of Woody Woodpecker. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, okay. but, but he only does the voice four times because then Warner Brothers signed him to an exclusive deal and he worked for them alone until 1960. So Dang. luckily that contract runs out. Otherwise, we don't get him uh, in the monsters. And then I'm struggling to find another Almanac entry for the week. Now, apparently no oh, one could, God. yeah, no one could imitate that, that laugh at all. So they just edited his laugh in uh, all the time. And then in 1948, he sued them for not compensating him for it. Yeah. Um, but I guess the still like, you know, through all the years, the part at the beginning of Woody Woodpecker where goes, guess who is uh, Mel Blanc every time. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, he got started at Warner Brothers because one of the other voice actors died. <laughs> that's how he broke. That's how he broke in over there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, um, he holds the record for the longest characterization of an animated character by his or her original voice actor because he voiced Daffy Duck from 1937 to 1989 for a period of 52 years. That's pretty cool. I do like that. Mm-hmm. I like it when they cast the same person over and over again. Uh, he has said uh, he's been on record. Bugs Bunny was his favorite character. That he ever did. Um, the sound of bugs making well, <clears throat> munching on a carrot apparently is actually him munching on a carrot. He apparently, I, I found this interesting because I would have just assumed that's what it was. But I guess uh, people used to think that he was allergic to him because they'd see him take a bite and then like spit it out and stuff like that because he Makes just sense. couldn't continue to talk with the, the food in his mouth. Um, <laughs> but he had tried, I guess, celery and raw potatoes and some other stuff. And the only thing that worked was, was carrots. Can you imagine how fun it would be to just gnaw on a rock potato? Ugh, on a yeah. rotten potato? A, a raw or oh. rotten potato, either way. Mm. Just gnaw on it. Yeah, just yeah. every time you need to get into character, just take a yeah. chomp out of that. What's our talk? Yeah, it really gets the juices flowing. Yeah, you get really into <laughs> bugs for some reason after you eat a rotten potato. <laughs> uh, apparently, in 1961, he was in a near fatal car accident. While many of the shows required his services, uh, most importantly was the Flintstones that had just kicked off in 1960, and they were all still in production. So he did the voices of his characters in both his home bed and his hospital bed in a Jesus. full body cast. What? All the Flintstone co-stars and recording equipment crowded into the same room. <laughs> that that's, that's pretty impressive because yeah. it's like not like today where yeah, I can just take my laptop and yeah, my mic. Like I, I feel like that's pretty ruthless when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I would just like, say, God yeah, damn, let's, the guy was in your field car accident. Let him yeah. recover. I mean, yeah, <laughs> man, right. he was 52 years old at the time of this. 
<laughs> and apparently he had gone to a coma for several weeks. Oh my God. And I, th- I saw this on, uh, on IMDb trivia and I was like, I don't know if this is true or not, but then I saw it in another place where it even said that his son has gone on record to describe the whole ordeal because it says that the doctors observed his father for signs of life, speaking to him with no response. Eventually after seeing Looney Tunes playing on TV one day, they switched to another tactic and the doctor said, bugs, can you hear me? And apparently he responded. Yeah. What's up, doc? Mm. What if it was a bit all along? They were just <laughs> Mel Blanc. He was just it, faking it the whole time. He just, yep. Yeah. He's just waiting. To the bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic Mel Blanc. Uh, speaking of bits, <laughs> uh, CB radio. He was a, apparently a big fan of using the CB radio and often uh, at times during the seventies was popular uh, for people to tinker around with that hobby. And he would get on there and he would confuse people because he would just speak in any of his favorite famous characters oh, over awesome. the, uh, over the CB. That, that would be really kind of fun. Uh, in 1962, uh, he, along with his uh, son, uh, Noel, they started uh, Mel Blanc associates. It's a production company. They did over 5,000 uh, PSAs and commercials. Uh, and they also developed programs for the armed forces, radio and TV. Apparently, during World War II, he provided the voice of Private Snafu in training films for the soldiers. Um, these training films were written by Dr. Seuss, also, apparently. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned his son, uh, Noel, Noel, voiced many of the Warner Brothers characters uh, for a very short time after um, Mel died. He kept it going for a little bit. And he also admits that uh, of all the cartoon characters, that his father voiced the Sylvester the cat was probably the closest to his actual voice, only without the uh, the lisp. Hmm. All right, mm-hmm. I would never have guessed. Yeah, uh, he was open to people, especially children, knocking on his door and asking for autograph. In fact, he kept a stack of postcards right by the front door. They all had Warner Brothers cartoon characters on the front, and then the the back was blank, and he would sign stuff for people. So he would welcome strangers knocking on his door for asking for autographs. Pretty much, yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. That's that one. That's absolutely insane. Right? How much mm-hmm. work can this man give? I don't know. He's <laughs> a thousand voices and free autographs. Um. All right. So, uh, and then finally, shortly before the time of his death, executives at Time Warner, uh, they asked him if there's anything, literally anything, they could give him to thank him for his life's body of work, and he wow. asked for and received a Ford Edsel. <laughs> a Ford Edsel. Yeah. yeah. You know, which uh, I think is a, is a perfect place to end considering the episode that we're covering here. So, Imagine you are the voice and basically the voice of a whole entire franchise, studio, everything. And you can get anything you want pretty much. And he says a Ford Edsel. How <laughs> fitting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it sounds like he was on his deathbed at the time. <laughs> he was. Turns out he was delirious. We we want to thank you basically for like you know uh, making our studio the uh, an animation giant. And uh, what do you want? Yeah, just his car. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a Ford Edsel. See, they should have asked yeah. Bugs what he wanted, and then I bet he would have got some great. Mm, yeah, a lot of carrots. Yeah. So and 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 a, and a map to Albuquerque. And I must have took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. He always knows how to get to Albuquerque. That's true. Wrong turns in it. It's just anywhere else. All right. Start a pistol. We're off up the stairs into the kitchen. Hello, staff. Hello. Hey. Out the back door. Down the walk. Oh, the Watch prime out. rib smells great. Prime rib does smell great. I cannot Can't wait. wait. Keith yeah. likes the end cut. 
I do. Oh my God. It's greatest thing my dad has ever told me. Make sure you get the end cut because you get a full roast. Uh, oh yes, you do. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> run down the walk. Watch out between 12 to 15 steps. There's a crack. Uh, I think there's other stuff going on here. I do not know. Go to the creaky gate. Thanks, Dave Champa. Over the lollipop bridge. Uh, over the graves of the lollipop guild. Mm-hmm. The bottomless uh, pit, I believe. The, the bottomless yeah. pit is off to the right. Um, I don't I, hear any screams yet. I, I, <laughs> well, dug, I dug up all the ones that were in the pet cemetery. You dug them um, up. Yeah, well, that well, they were starting to come back. And I any ones that didn't come back yet, I dug up so and put them back underneath the bridge. I didn't want to deal. Well, with Why'd you put anymore. them back? Just throw them in the bottomless pit. That's what we have it there for. <laughs> well, because they the nice flowers that show up from them. Oh God. That's oh. an old wives' tale. Kill a well, you, kill a munchkin and get flowers. <laughs> really? I've been doing that for years. Uh, you've been mm. doing it for years. Have you gotten mm-hmm. the flowers? Uh, I guess not. Um, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> blood-stained hands. Uh, <laughs> doubt the dog. Come on to the unguarded boat. Hopefully, it will be here every time we need it. On to the <laughs> boat because Captain Terry's going to take like us, foreshadowing. <laughs> who knows? Taking us three miles out into international waters. For another, um, oh, because he, oh. <laughs> he's taking us three miles out. <laughs> what? I don't yeah. know. Brain uh, defried or something. Haywired. That's the word. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and then I can't hiss three times yeah. in an attempt to reset. Uh, I don't know if it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but Captain Terry's going to take us out in the national water. So we dive deep, deep to the gates of hell. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. I got to say that deep mm-hmm. to the gates of hell for another scuba. I mean, yeah, who doesn't get excited about approaching the those uh, those pearly the burning pearly, gates? Pearly <laughs> gates. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's always exciting. But it is. What's more exciting is that this episode was directed by Norman Abbott. Yeah, we know him. We love him. He's a staple of the monsters, and we are slowly approaching the end of the line with him. Uh, He's he directed 12 episodes of the monsters. It feels like he's done a lot more than that. But yes, I mean, in the grand scheme of thing, what that's probably like a quarter of all that. Almost a third. A third, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty good. But honestly, that's not anything compared to what he's some of the other shows he's worked on. He directed 23 episodes of a show called Welcome Back, Cotter. Mm-hmm. Yes, a teacher. He returns to his old high school, I guess, and uh, teaches a you new generation of Bad kids. Cotter? Holy smokes! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up no. your nose with a rubber hose. I know that's that's it had a nice catchy theme song. Yeah, I kind of <sighs> like that. that. It does. Mm-hmm. So it seemed nice. And twenty three. It's, it's, it's a mellow banger. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not something that's going to really like. I don't know. Get you moving on the couch, but it's something that you're like, hmm. That's speak nice. to yourself. That's, after I hear that theme song, I'm ready to punch like a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Connor theme, huh? Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess I could believe it. I mean, yeah. Let's just keep that away from Derek's ears while we're on the skooma. I don't want him punching a hole through the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he also directed 43 episodes of, of course, Leave It to Beaver. So, oh my goodness, of course he did. Who would have expected he also is connected? I'm sure I've talked to, I don't remember. Look, I talk about this guy so much. Perhaps I've mentioned that he directed 43 episodes of Lisa Beaver. Perhaps I haven't, but now we if, know. If you didn't, I think Keith probably did last time. Mm, yeah, 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 true. So, 
Listen, I just want to make sure you listeners know that <laughs> he directed 43 goddamn episodes. Yeah. Goddamn, leave it to goddamn <laughs> Beaver. This is important, all right? This is his legacy, and we're going to talk about it. More, uh, more episodes than he ever needed to ever do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, he also had a couple other shows with like big episode counts, but I mean, we still have a lot of episodes to go with this guy, so maybe we'll talk about that next time. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Little bit of a teaser. Uh so <laughs> oh, is that foreshadowing? <laughs> next week we'll talk about uh how many episodes of Leave It to Beaver he covered. Um but this 43. episode was written. Well, oh, you spoiled it. Uh this episode <laughs> was written by Joe Connolly <laughs> and Bob Mosher. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there's another couple of guys we've seen a million times. They wrote 29 episodes of the Munsters. Uh we're about halfway through what they've done. Oh my goodness. And, and we've talked about these guys to near nauseum. And I think we're just going to have to float past them. Cause yes. I, 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 I get the monster bins almost thinking about having to dive through their stuff again. Yeah. It's just, Oh God. It's yeah. Some sort of like gravitational pull. That's like, if I get stuck in that, I may never come back. So we'll just talk about the guest star, Henry Beckman as Mr. Leadfoot Baylor. <laughs> apparently had a nickname i don't remember them calling him that in the show but oh yeah Leadfoot. did they hmm. yeah oh yeah all right well he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry I didn't, I didn't i didn't mean to call you Ali, but... mm, well that's, yeah that's all right um henry beckman has got a 205 acting credits on imdb we'll actually see him again in season two as a completely different character uh, i believe he plays like husband or something like that so that's exciting. Uh, he's gone. He's done all sorts of stuff. His uh, some of his biggest reoccurring TV roles uh, was one show where he was in 25 episodes. It was called Bronk, which is about a detective Bronk. named Alex Bronkov. Yeah, it's called Bronk. I assume his nickname is Bronk. He, he works in California. Uh, he wasn't the star, but he was in every episode. So I'm guessing maybe he was like the sidekick or something. I don't know. Maybe the, the fun, the fun side character. Uh, he was also in 34 episodes of Peyton Place, which is uh, like a soap opera, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. There's right. like 514 episodes of this in four years, Ooh. so that's pretty impressive. Uh, and he was also in a movie called The Satan Bug, which I have mentioned before. We have mentioned that, and it's mm-hmm. not as cool as we'd hoped. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's not about some sort of devilish, creepy, crawly monster that's roaming the city. It's about a horrible disease, I guess. Yes. Lame. Uh, yeah. So unrealistic. Uh, the tagline <laughs> of the poster is uh, the price uncovering the secret of the Satan bug comes high. Do any of you guys have any guesses of what the price might be to uncover the secret of the Satan bug? $5,000. Yeah. $1 million. Hmm. Your life. Close. Close. It's your life. Yep. Mm. Oh. So I don't know if it's worth it uncovering Lame. the secret. <laughs> I feel oh. like we already have. I mean, it's life not for a... five thousand dollars. <laughs> I got a life. I don't know if I have five thousand dollars to spare. Mm. That's a good point. Uh he was also, of course, in uh one of the 13 episodes of another show we've talked about on here called uh Me and the Chimp. It's about the dentist. Yep. Who uh, he's living the good life when his life gets turned upside down. His kids find a chimp, I guess, mm-hmm. somehow, and he agrees to keep it. I was going to say because he moved from uh, West Philadelphia to Bel Air. Oh yeah, he he did that too. Yeah, that's where they found the chimp. And then um, the chimp, his name's Buttons, and <laughs> it's truly a force of chaos. I guess it really like puts a damper on things. There's a full episode on YouTube. 
but it seems pretty dull. I watched just the intro this time, which is pretty much generic elevator type music with the montage. And then it starts off the episode with the kids declaring that it's Button's birthday and that a month in human years is a whole year in chimp years, uh, which I don't think is true. Uh, no, I think Google, chimps live to be in their like, 30s, don't they? Yeah. According to Google in captivity, they can live pretty long. Like I've seen from anywhere like tops 40 to 60 years. So yeah. that's like a blatant falsehood. And I cannot abide by that. So <laughs> yeah. I did not watch Those it. Writers anymore. did zero research. <laughs> How dare they? Yeah. Yep. So I was just so annoyed that I just stopped watching the clip and I immediately deleted my history on YouTube. So they would never recommend me something like that again. Um, Good move. Yep. Yep. Until next time I stumble upon <laughs> the chimp and I, mm-hmm. me and the chimp, whatever it's called. See, I've already forgotten. Yeah, I'm sure it's improper grammar too. Yeah, it is me and the chip. <laughs> chip and I would be way better. Ending on that uh, sour note, I think we should probably head back up to the surface very slowly, of course, because we don't want to get those bins. I don't want my brain to be crushed into a, you know, just a, Such like, a nice, juice. smooth drive back to the top. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, no need for speed. You know, there's not a, it's not a race, guys. There's no bet slaying on who can get up there first. <laughs> well, if we were, if I were a betting man, which I am, I would have won <laughs> because I've been up here for quite a long time. Oh, oh. that huh. big blue husk. Um, if you could just kick it into the bottomless pit, that's my avatar. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> <I forgot laughs> about your avatar. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I had retrained. Uh, <laughs> it, it's really tough. Like, Getting the avatar right, and then I'm trying to trying to assimilate with you guys, and then mm-hmm. I just discard them every time. <laughs> so no, I just... never noticed that you're yeah, like when we're inside the compound, you're just you know Derek, and then once we get in the skooma, it's like a blue guy just comes walking in with us. Yeah, never, how do they get the stairs so fast and out of the skooma <laughs> so quick? It's all starting to make sense. Yeah, so just chuck that avatar down <laughs> down it. Do you chuck it down every time? Do you have to get a yeah. new one. Every wow. time I listen, yeah. uh, underneath the cathedral, well, there's the trap door down to the crocodile pit, but then oh. under the crocodile pit, I have a giant chamber full of Snoke clones and Navi. Mm. Mm. Weird. We haven't seen the Snoke ones yet. I wonder where that's going to play into all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever we do like Monster Hunters, the rise of Derek, we <laughs> 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 need to figure out who my dad is. Um, uh, well, we all know the secret to that. Yeah, yeah, we all know the secret. We all know us coming. Yeah. I was mean, a Palpatine yeah. all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, be, between the between uh, those clones, the other normal clones we uh, occasionally have around here, and your uh, avatar. I mean, it, this is a very expensive show to keep going, uh, to keep up. It's crazy. The budgets are just. I have nutty. several patents um, oh. on all the technology. Yeah. And I blow all of that money on this podcast. Oh, nice. I yeah. can't even live mm. a comfortable life. <laughs> wow. Because, yep. I'll be uh, careful. Wait, is I that spend panhandler so you? much money on this podcast? What's that? Is that panhandler down there? Is that you down? Hmm. <laughs> it's, it is. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but see, now it's the test. There's the clone of me walking by. Uh, I'm the panhandler. And I determine oh, if you treat me well. That's the ultimate test, right? Because yeah, mm, <laughs> I see like, you're watching. Yeah, it's, it's like part, part of the plot of Dogma. I like to play skee ball. Uh, 
treat this old haggard man well because maybe I'm God. Who knows? Oh, let's <laughs> mosey our way back into the kitchen. Uh, sit around the counter. One of my favorite things to do uh, is to lean against the counter, have a drink, eat some prime rib, and talk. The Munsters, season one, episode 36, <laughs> Hot Rod Herman. This thing is this some bitch debut. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I saw a clip of Stone Cold Steve Austin talking oh, or something like last week, and now I can't get this some bitch. May 26, 1965. Uh, Herman Drag, what? Herman Drag, what? Herman Drag races <laughs> in the family hearse to back up Eddie. What? Herman Drag races in the family hearse to back up Eddie's boast that his dad is a better driver than his friend's father. Keith, have you noticed a trend? I, I have noticed a double <laughs> trend here. I was like, oh, God. We now have two times in a row. Eddie is volunteering Herman to do something that Herman is obviously not qualified for. <laughs> yes. Nobody actually in the family really believes Herman can do that. Yes. And also, Grandpa's petty about not being asked. So three yes. things that they've done yes. two episodes in a row. Well, two out of three episodes. Last episode, we had... Oh, it was Herman's oh, Happy yeah, Valley. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, two out of the last three have been basically the same, like three core things to it uh, mm-hmm. of, of, the, of the setup. Um, I will say another very quick opener, uh, the cold open is again very quick. Oh, yeah, is this, and is this the first time that that we've used the cold opener as the as the opening clip as well? No, we've used it before. Hmm. We used it last time, as a matter of fact. Son of a bitch. Keith was not here for the last <sighs> episode, even though he said that was the first episode mm-hmm. he'd been here since episode one. Yeah, that was really his uh, stunt double. That, yeah. yeah, see, this is where it gets confusing because the stunt double always says that. Every time he gets on the show, he's like, well, this is the first time the real Keith's been here. We're like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> I'm looking at the notes. Man, this understudy has bad handwriting. Yeah. Oh, I gotta but get this one, one does start with the title card and that dope stinger again. That yes. has the, uh, the tuba in it. And then, man, it's awesome. Hermes trying to read the paper on the couch. Eddie comes running in, vroom, vroom, vroom. He's running around the couch, screaming race car lingo, vroom, vroom, around the couch. Herman looking annoyed, coming in at 176, blah, 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 blah. I have no idea. what I tuned out what Eddie was talking. I just, he was running around <laughs> like a wild animal, mm-hmm. screaming, vroom, vroom, vroom. You're starting to remind me of like um, the unaired pilot Eddie for a second, which is yes. noises. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Herman calls in Lily and it's like, you need to get the front door closed because some strange kid speaking foreign language got in. And then Lily goes, Lily feels the need to point out, no, Herman, that's our son, Eddie. Like he didn't, like he wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> it's hard Holy to tell shit. Herman, you know, I don't know. Did she really think that Herman didn't recognize his own son? <laughs> also, outside of outside of the time that Eddie brought back the, the Standells or whatever they were, it, Herman's usually pretty pretty hyped about seeing eddie and like you know they they have a very good father-son relationship overall immediately like when eddie comes in he he looks like i do around my kids lately like (laughs) just completely annoyed and like would you please stop just please yeah 11 bring it down to seven and i'll be happy Mm -hmm. i say that quite a bit to one of my children all right. So Eddie's just like, yeah, I'm just trying to get you into the mood for the drag strip this Saturday. And I and then I was like, drag strip. And I wrote, oh, God, because I knew it was coming because that's what we get the clip. Eddie volunteered Herman to 
beat another dad in a drag race. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it has to be that. unprompted, too. I think Eddie, yeah. He, I feel like he just likes getting his dad in trouble because he knows he has to. He's a smart kid. I think he knows that like, his dad's not really that good at anything. But, you know, Eddie's character is kind of all over the place now, too, because he used to be, yeah, like a smart kid and kind of kind of thoughtful and all stuff. And now he's just like this, like just wild eyed about his dad and volunteering to do a bunch of shit. But he used to be, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And all that mm-hmm. stuff, you know, very humble. Like, yeah. I volunteered and- you to donate all your organs to science, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. That's something he would do nowadays. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're the best organ haver ever. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> but it also like, I think in the one that, uh, in the, uh, month, uh, monster, the magnificent episode, I was like, did Eddie move to a different school? And I'm and I'm stuck with that again, going like Yes. Is that it like Eddie's dad was probably in the audience during the magic act. So yes. or I mean uh Sandy. Sandy's dad was probably in the audience there and saw who Herman was, so he shouldn't be surprised uh, no. about it. And of all the things that you've seen your dad do over the over this course of time, like why do you keep suggesting things that you know, he has no background on. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he did it. Vroom, vroom. And Herman, the best part of that cold open, I've got two words. Vroom. Vroom. <laughs> Insert I, crazy dub. Vroom here. Yes. Camera <laughs> shake. Not even so listening. Weird. No, so weird. So weird. Lower than it should be. Like, yeah, it's like pitched down a little bit or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was wild. I know the other time, though, uh, would have been a few episodes back, but like, when uh Marilyn laughs at Herman when he's dressed up like the cowboy, this time Lily, that her hysterical oh, laughter yeah. at him when he's like Very when weird. it's suggesting that he could do something seems so crazy. I did it, like it this time. I, I thought it was funny that yeah, I mean, I'm really Herman as a drag racer. Hmm, I can't see it either. But she was maybe a, she did lay it on a little thick there. A little, yeah, just a little. <laughs> Ha ha ha! It's like oh, a racer, ha ha! <laughs> and it didn't sound like genuine laughter, right? So that makes it even worse. It just mm. feels like mm. sarcastic laughter. Sarcastic laughter, right? Yeah. Well, then Herman goes vroom vroom, and I, it really it seems like it startles Lily. She's concerned when she hears yes. like the the echoing. Like maybe she hit like he hit like this like dark, um, you know, elder note that like just just shattered the realities. The only thing she's not concerned about is like uh, ladies at the races hitting a Herman, which seems like something maybe normally she would be concerned about. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just a, there's a lot going on here and all the fake laughing and so unsupportive. And it rolls right into the banger. Did you? I noticed that the right leg on the suit of armor mm-hmm. kind of something pokes out a little that. like it's posing. Mm-hmm. It's like his, like is his, hand, is his foot kind of more up like he's, you know, doing the. Is it Napoleon, George Washington, like the the pose on the boat? Yeah, a little bit. And it's almost like, I almost felt like if his hand was on his hip, it would look like all of my cousins taking a photo (laughs) at any given uh, family function. They're all between the ages of 17 and 30, and they all stand the same way. (laughs) That's the family pose, Derek. You got to get up the line and do it yourself. (laughs) I can't. I was just like, oh, my God, they all stand with their one leg out and their hand on their hip. Right. Anybody else notice anything? Uh, I thought there seemed to be a lot of cobwebs, but I'm usually paying attention to people walking through and like (laughs) everyone going through there. But I actually noticed that, like, especially around those, um, like the dragon statues that are there at the edge of the 
the staircase, the uh, one the that they would use to yeah. flip to mm-hmm. to let the uh, spot out and stuff like that. Yeah. Seem to be a lot more cobwebs than I normally notice. Oh, hmm. Oh, I don't. I don't think it's ever. I honestly don't think it's ever changed. I just noticed it. So well, maybe they put them in after the fact. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, God, all those. These these directors going back and re-editing their their <laughs> clips, adding more cobwebs, it just yeah. drives me crazy. Uh, release release the Abbott the Abbott uh, cut. Yeah, well, the thing is, they didn't have the technology back then to really bring to life Abbott's vision. So mm-hmm. once they were able to put in digital's cobwebs, he went back and put more in. Mm-hmm. And then he added a lot of blood too for some reason, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of like superfluous little monsters jumping around. And mm-hmm. stuff. Like, oh, yeah, understand. yeah. Suddenly, the Mustard's household is just full of like Ewoks and <laughs> Banthas just in yeah. the background. <laughs> yeah. But anybody holding a gun now just has a walkie-talkie. It's weird. Yeah, I have walkie-talkies. Yeah, uh, yeah. So after the banger, we come back with a. T- so I wrote this down because I I thought it was unique. You know, they put the title of the episode up. It was italicized. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't it's never that. italicized. Hot Rod Herman in slanty text. That person got fired. <laughs> 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 or a promotion. We like the cut of your jib. Mm. Italicizing it indicates motion and speed. I love it. Oh, you're right. You know, mm-hmm. it's slanted like it's moving really fast. Yep. So mm-hmm. Marilyn and Lily in the kitchen. And I think they're doing dishes, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And the the kitchen's shaking, a car is revving in the background. And this conversation I hated a hundred percent. Herman and Eddie, they're out there fixing up the car. Herman has to be a hero to his son. Marilyn, I didn't know Uncle Herman cared about cars. He's full of surprises. Oh, wait, it's not this conversation. It's the conversation with their washing dish later on the night. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> surprises. You should have and we get a family guy joke. Surprises, you think that's bad. You should have seen his x-ray at his last physical. There are some <laughs> things in there that doctors couldn't figure out at all. Like, what What a weird joke. Like, there's not even, like, wow, he, they couldn't figure it out? How mysterious. Yes. <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> not a specific example? Like, come on. Yeah. It looks, it looks like a stomach, Ooh. but it's got bicycle handlebars on it. I don't understand. <laughs> See, that's like a hundred times better. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grandpa walks in. <laughs> is it too late, <laughs> Grandpa? Is it too late for a poor, broken-down old man to have breakfast? <laughs> no, not at all. I kept it warm for you. Grandpa sits down. Lily opens up the oven, pulls out a flaming plate of what looked like—I have no idea. No idea. Steak? Maybe liver? Yeah. It was really thick-cut something, and it was on mm-hmm. fire. Pancakes? Yeah. And shouldn't Grandpa, honestly, shouldn't be Grandpa out with Herman and Eddie fixing up the car? Oh, he's not going to help. And I'll tell you why if you ask. <laughs> All right. Why? why? I like that line. I don't know why. Because <laughs> no yeah. one asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Engine revs and shakes the kitchen. Lily hates that Herman is going to take a nice, normal family car and turn it into something weird and ridiculous. Fade two. An engine with like nine exhaust pipe thingies coming at the top. I'm Ten. not a car guy. Ten. Ten. I I counted. I counted twice. There was nine. Well, he says ten later on the. Episode. I understand. He says yeah. ten, but there were nine pipes. Mm. Eddie is polishing the pipes because I because uh, it was asymmetrical. Eddie's pipes. Herman says it's time to do something. I have no clue. He's like, 
is like, I'm going to express the anal glands or something, but he should. <laughs> I, Eddie, I need you to <laughs> monitor the exhaust and I'll manage the intake. Eddie's like, all right. <laughs> Herman blows into one of the pipes. Flames come out of another pipe. Eddie's very pleased. The exhaust rolls out of the pipes in front of his face. Okay. Herman's like, oh, that's great. It'll sound even better when they start the motor. So the motor's not even going. He's just blowing into it, and it goes. Which so is, his, his mm. breath just like fuel, like gasoline <laughs> or something? Like, I guess so. Maybe that's what the doctors couldn't explain. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a Chevron station inside of him. Yes. <laughs> it's like an oil well. Like, yeah, it's like everybody's trying to get in there. Yeah. So Herman wants to take one more look at the steering. I think he said mechanage. I'm not sure. I kind of just do- tuned out when that happened. So he lifts up the front of the car and looks underneath it, puts it down, ready for a test run. Can laughter kicks in for that one. Oh, yeah. He lifts up the front of the car. Everyone laughs. laughs. The car. Hilarious. Looks under the car. Great. We haven't seen that before. Eddie, <laughs> boy, we'll really wipe Sandy's father this weekend. I'm like, oh, man. Wipe what his butt. Herm's like, wipe him. <laughs> <I'll> burn. <laughs> yep. Herm's like, wipe him. We'll clobber that Clyde. Laughs all around from Herman, Eddie, the can. Everyone's getting into it. Mm-hmm. They get in the car. Herman's going to practice his speed shifting. I'm like, okay. And you see me shifting. And it's like one, two. And you hear these terrible grinding noises. He starts the car, mm. shifts, grinds the gears like crazy, smoking shit. Herman pulls the shifter out of the floorboard. And at the end is a gear dripping in oil. Ugh, that looked gross. I don't mm-hmm. know, like that. Herman looks confused and upset. And he's like, you know, you should use a clutch when you shift. And he's like, noted. Mm. Yeah. Fade to Lily winding the clock for the second straight episode. Also, by the way, at this point in time, Eddie should go, man, dad, you don't know anything about cars. Maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah, you should be backpedaling. That'd be a fun. Yeah, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And then <laughs> yeah. he's nervous. He goes to try to find a substitute dad to race for him. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> even better. Lily winding the clock and the bird pops out and says, Watch it, sweetie. That's smart. (laughs) Watch it, dearie. That's smart. Move on. Let's go. Herman. So this sequence is one of my favorite sequences is in in the entirety of the monsters, I think. Yes. So we get the clock thing confusing, right? Uh, Who knows what the the bird said? (laughs) Nobody knows. Then they cut to Herman and he appears in the entrance of the living room, like that arch. And he is dressed in leather jacket, leather pants, a studded leather belt, a hat, that leather hat that's got racing goggles on it. Yes. And he goes straight out of a YMCA video. Yeah. And he goes, well, here I am. (laughs) Then they cut to this amazing profile of grandpa. He looks up with a cigar hanging out of his mouth and he's Mm. shocked. The background is Lily and she's like, Oh, I took several screen grabs. So I don't know what the episode art is going to be here. <laughs> I may have to like put them together to make something. I wonder if they had her like fixing the clock and stuff like that. So that like, there'd be like a big reveal that like maybe the, you know, the cast didn't know what Herman was going to look like for this. Maybe. So they could get like some crazy, like uh think grandpa looks like legit shocked. It was an amazing moment. In, mm-hmm. in everything that we've seen so far like i as soon as i saw it i was like oh terry's loving every minute yes of this. he looks oh. like rob halford from Judas priest like hellbent for leather like, I was like <laughs> oh yeah this is great yeah it was awesome 
so there he is. He's just his jaw gape. He's got a good uh, guitar, a cigar hanging out of his mouth. And he's like, he doesn't know what to say. I'm all ready for the drag strip. Herman turns around and it says the punk rods on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and a picture of a knife is like yeah. stabbing his back. sewn into it. It's mm-hmm. bloody. I love it. Oh, like, yeah. oh my God. Is that like the name of his club or like, is that like a band? I have no idea. He's the punk rods though. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, that, that, does that even like have racing connotations to it? I don't think rod, so. Like hot rod, but oh, maybe. Punks? maybe. I mean, I don't know. They're the punk rods. Herman's all kinds of smiles though. He's trying to act tough. And then yeah. grandpa. Well, there he is, my son-in-law, the 150-year-old teenage punk. <laughs> Herman gets a sour face, but then he does that weird strutting walk. Oh, he does yeah. it all over the place. <laughs> I can't tell if it's because leather's too tight or he's got something shoved up his ass. It was insane. He's I, just think like, it's, I think it's between it the thing being too tight and then also um, those giant shoe things that that Fred going asked like those like platform type things were to make yeah. it taller. And between those two things, I it's gotta be what's really like throwing him off there. Cause yeah, he looks awkward the entire time. I think he's, yeah. that, that's what I liked. I think he was like trying to act all tough, but like, mm-hmm. he just looks mm-hmm. so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's like, Oh God, I wish you wouldn't do this Herman. And then Herman does like a Marlon Brando impression. I uh, just can't fight it, chick. <laughs> I uh, got to get out there and drag it with the gasters. Otherwise, Dala might blow my cool. <laughs> like, holy cow. <laughs> Lily doesn't understand what's got in Herman. It's like, what happened to his, your daddy Warbucks image? Herman talks some more gibberish. I just got to go out there and I got to, I don't know what he says. He's like, it's in my blood racing, baby. And he <laughs> keeps saying stuff. And then he's like, I'm going to blast Sandy's dad right off the blacktop. <laughs> I was like, fine. Then Lily succumbs. Fine. If you have to, just don't go over the speed limit. <laughs> he does this several times in the series where, like, whatever he's into is suddenly, like, he's got to, like, really, like, lean into that the character type thing of, of like, what people mm-hmm. want him to be. But he's going to be the actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. and he, he put that outfit on. He started mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, well, it's, it's Hollywood, baby, you know, all that type of stuff. <laughs> He's yeah. doing basically the same thing again here. It's like, oh, whatever outfit he puts on, especially with someone like maybe a hat that's really tight on his head, it's getting a little too tight and it makes him mm-hmm. talk weird every single time. But yeah, it's the, the fact that he's like trying to explain all these things to Lily in this like 50s punk rock or not punk rock, but 50s like punk uh, gang guy is, is yeah. funny yeah i love that trope whenever herman mm-hmm. like yeah gets a cool costume and just like goes full into character that's just always so cool. yep. like even like last episode when he's the cowboy and he's like trying to like stick up the yep. place and stuff like that's just mm-hmm. always gold yeah i love that too i agree herman's trying to get out of there and he, but he turns to grandpa he's like what about you old, what about you pops <laughs> and grandpa goes drop dead (laughs) (laughs) like holy shit herman's as well better than nothing herman struts out the front door goodbye doll (laughs) now okay wouldn't drop dead like when usually Mm. monsters be like oh well thank you and like walk off or something (laughs) yeah because dead means good Mm -hmm. drop means good oh that's like the double good oh my goodness dropping and dead Hmm. Uh, i guess double positive equals negative 
Mm, I don't think mm, that's how that works. Only in the monster mm, world. Mm. Yeah. Some sort of monster's logic there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fade to the drag strip. And I'm like, oh, here's where we're going to get all sorts of just time wasting. There's rocket dragsters flying down the drag strip. <laughs> um, there's all sorts of funny cars. Kid with a dad polishing a funny car. They're like waxing it or whatever. And Herman pulls up and gets out of his car. Oh, that's the oldest looking teenager I ever saw, the dad says. And the kid, the little portly kid's like, well, that's Eddie and his dad. Uh, from the look of his face, he's been in since bad mashups. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to not go out without a roll bar. Oh, <laughs> that's been a joke in the past before, too. Herman's clearly been in fights and accidents and car wrecks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, then one guy say like it looked like he was like he hadn't seen something so bad since like the orphanage burned down. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was right before he crashed the car. Uh, or right after he crashed the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it, we believe, would, would you think that maybe sometime with like in the past month of working on the show and stuff like that or from you know going into the taping stuff some of these guys are writing it they went to the drag races and they were like oh this would be awesome let's Mm -hmm. oh yeah and maybe they shoehorn their way into getting in like free or something like that by saying hey we could write you into a monsters episode we'll come down here because it like they put together an entire set of (laughs) Like drag race cars, yeah. Uh, well, some of that looks like used. Yeah, they look like stock footage to me. Like it didn't quite match footage, everything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like I was like, man, I these guys probably take a lot every now and then from like you know something in real life. Yeah, uh, at times, and I I guarantee like the just one of them was like, guys, guess what I did this weekend? I was at the drag races. What if Herman was a drag in a drag race competition? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. And it's kind of nice. I mean, it's nice for to them for a new. It feels like this is kind of a fresh thing that we haven't mm-hmm. really seen them do before. <laughs> Whereas, like, it seems like whenever there's like the, the oh, we're going to an office. Oh, it's the same office we've seen a million times. That's like, true. This is a little different. It doesn't feel like they just rehash an old set or something. Also, you can see the car out and about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they they like soup up the coach. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still the same coach, but a little bit different. So Sandy and the dad walk over to Herman. Herman shakes dad's hand. He's got an oily rag in his hand. Ooh. Sandy's dad is not impressed with Herman. Can I ask you a question? What's this? Talking about the car. <laughs> oh, you noticed. It's just a bunch of, and there's a bunch of car jargon. It's a 10 volt flickety black souped mm-hmm. up 25 pipe in your nose. Frankenhagen. Mm. Oh, you know, just your everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Sandy's dad talking some shit it's just like oh i thought they brought back the head soul there you go <laughs> so i'm like where's your car at and he points over to this rocket car thing <laughs> what's that oh that's a rail oh yeah or my wife's relatives was written out of town one of those <laughs> good joke quality joke. yeah did you guys know something weird with the camera like during this part where like it's like a smudge or something like popped no, up for I a second I couldn't me. tell if it was like a glare because it's not there the whole time. Like it like like fades in and then it like is it's like this big black spot on the left side of the screen. And then like oh. as the camera pans to the left, it like fades Maybe away. Maybe Herman touched it. <laughs> yeah, with this. Mm, that could be. Yeah. Yeah, or, or flinging that rag around, which one at first I was like, man, I was really bothered by like, what is he doing there that that rag is going to be that covered with oil? It can't be good for the car. Mm, yeah. 
And then I switched focus to Sandy's dad has been working on cars out here all day. He's wearing like all white. What kind of yeah. idiot does that? <laughs> oh man, he's lead foot though. He's lead foot. Mm. He's a pro. He's got his own mechanic yeah. to do that. Yeah, he does. Mm. Sandy's dad or Sandy's starting talking shit to Eddie. And he's like, nah, my dad's the best driver in the whole world. Like, why would you say that? Like, <laughs> I don't think I've only seen, I could probably count on my hand how many times you've seen Herman even drive in this whole show. Yeah. And like, I get loving your dad and thinking he's cool and stuff, but give me a break. <laughs> you know, even Herman say like, Eddie, you need to pull it back in just a little bit, right? You're going to get yourself <laughs> in trouble. Mm-hmm. Sandy's dad hears that and he's like, oh, he thinks he's the best driver ever. Huh? So he's going to hustle him. Uh, it's like, hey, you want to like uh, make it interesting or whatever? And Herman's like, yeah, I got like four or five dollars on me. And then <laughs> Herman goes, you want to blow the whole wad? It's like, oh, my God, that's kind of gross. Oh, yeah. It was like care <laughs> to shoot the wad. Something weird like yeah. that. <laughs> like, oh, OK. Uh, Sandy's like, nah, let's let's <laughs> no, take slips. You. Yeah. Pink <laughs> slips. I'm not blowing any wads with you. Giant yeah. man, and Sandy's dad not freaked out by giant Herman. Probably because Herman is no yeah. blocks the square head. Sandy dad, he wants to race the bet. He wants to bet cars. My car mm-hmm. versus yours. And Herman's reluctant. He's like Herman knows better. It's like ah, not the best driver. Much, much to what my son is saying. Much you know, I don't want to discourage him, but I'm not the best driver in the world. He, he should have said something like that. Mm-hmm. But he's all for it. He's like, do it, dad. And Sandy's dead now. Sandy. And his dad become the everything that's ever existed bully in television, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Movies. Oh, he's a chicken dad. Burp, burp. He's like, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. The kid and the dad, they're the bullies, and I hate that. I hate that trope because mm-hmm. it exists now and exists. It probably exists in modern media, but I don't watch anything new. So right, we well, yeah, we would shun anything like that. And Herm is nervous. He's like, what's the matter? You aren't afraid of losing your car, are you? Well, yeah, I am kind of. Like, yes. <laughs> that's what he should say. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, if I lose, it's my car. It's our only one. I think he says that. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, of course not. And then they shake hands and Herman's got that greasy rag again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Sandy's dad, like Sandy's dad hates Herman for really no reason other than being goofy. Right. Mm-hmm. Cut to a commercial break and we get the first one. During the commercial break, uh, Herman pulls Eddie aside and is like, why didn't you tell me this guy was a driver? (laughs) Herman doesn't know that, though, because then we fade to grandpa's at the table. Marilyn Lily, they're doing dishes again. Again, they're doing a lot of dishes like this episode is like men work on cars. Women do dishes. Yes. Yes. The way it should be. Grandpa's reading the paper (laughs) and he goes, huh? Listen to this. He's all excited. I go. Holy shit, Herman's race that they just agreed to is in the paper already. That's, That's my first thing I thought. Too. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time that like yeah. something happened and by the you know by the evening paper they and of course Herman and Eddie are gonna be slow getting back because they they lost the car. Yeah. Um <laughs> so it's gonna take them a little more time to get back. So yeah, that, that's what I was expecting them to say as well. Yeah. But no, no. In the next three games, in the next three game series, the Yankees will be out for blood. And he's like, "Well, that's better than playing baseball." And then, <laughs> and, then dumb, dumb. and then, Grandpa keeps reading. He goes, "Holy fuck!" Well, he doesn't say that, but I wish he would have. Uh, that dude's a professional driver because it's like Leadfoot Simpson, mm. Leadfoot uh, 
Storkel, Leadfoot Baylor, Leadfoot Baylor, <laughs> Leadfoot Baylor is expected to win all the drags. I'm like, oh, well, he hopes Herman has the sense to call off the race when he realizes that he's a professional driver. And <laughs> Grandpa with the line of this scene, any grown man that still expects quarters from the tooth fairy ain't exactly <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> Is Herman losing his teeth? I don't know, but everyone's so fucking mean in this episode again. <laughs> Marilyn, well, if the man beats Uncle Herman, all he'll lose is his pride. Mm-hmm. 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 Little does she know. Cut to the drag strip. Cars are racing. It's an HR event. All kinds of stock footage. All kinds of stock footage. Drag strip filler. Mm-hmm. People in the stands. Mm-hmm. Then there's a shocked gasp. <gasps> Herman pulls up to the starting line in his drag racing version of his car. It's like, oh my gosh, they're gasping at that. Then the other dude pulls up in this thing that says CT strokers on it. (laughs) (laughs) And then like Chet something or other cams. I don't know what it says. Like it's like sponsors. Yeah. Eddie tells Herman to give it the gun. When you hear, when you get the green flag, Herman's like, yeah, I'll keep my eye on the rear view mirror where he'll be. (laughs) (laughs) Then Eddie says, good luck. And I was like, what? Can't hear you. Good luck. What? I can't hear you. Going back and forth. While I'm doing that, the flag gets waved. The other car flies off the line and is gone. Herman still is not moved. The car then starts to slowly roll down the track. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. It's not like it's not like he couldn't actually win a race. The car does actually seem to move pretty good after it. But I'm like, uh. Like Eddie distracted him, so he couldn't even get like a a jump. <laughs> you know, he, like to get off the line right away. He's like Eddie, kind of like got him to come out here, and then basically sabotaged the whole thing by talking to him during the flag. Yes, very annoying. I'm like, oh, what the hell, Eddie, come on. It it, it is very annoying, right? And uh, it's funny. I you say Herman could win a race, maybe he could, but not that race. I don't think you'd win that no. race even if it's paying attention. There were a couple other cars that they showed during like that stock footage. I was like, those are the cars you should have raced against. Yeah. Not a, you know, basically professional drag strip, uh, no, drag yeah, car. It's yeah. an NHRA, the NHRA national hot rod association logo was in the background. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this is, this is the real deal. We fade to Lily scolding him for having mm-hmm. to come home on the bus of all things. You had to come on on the bus of all oh, things. God. Like that's wow. the most revolting of it all. And then Marilyn scolds him. You're an idiot. Not really. I don't she didn't say that, but she says she's kind of mean though. She is mm-hmm. a little meaner than usual. And then Herman with the most genuine line in many, a many an episode. I didn't know he was a pro. I thought he was another goof like me. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> that was like, a good line. Uh-huh. Like, okay, sure. Grandpa's laughing. Lily, this is the worst thing you've done. You think that's bad since you brought <laughs> up that brought, brought that mausoleum in the cemetery and we couldn't move in because there was no kitchen privileges. How is Herman supposed to know it was a restricted community and they wouldn't let they wouldn't take living people? Uh, <laughs> I like that. What are the monsters going to do without a car? Well, Herman, I don't know. Marilyn, I don't know. Grandpa, Lily's just yelling at everybody. I don't know. And then Liz like, fine. And then Marilyn's like, yeah. And they huff off. Yeah. I thought that was a little weird because that's like Marilyn does like kind of like stick it to Herman every now and then, but usually in a like more of a joking manner. Mm -hmm. 
like she's like you know she'll giggle along at something or laugh out loud in the one episode but like she was like really like pissed isn't she usually gone all the time like at school and it's never (laughs) that she's not borrowing the car to go anywhere i mean or maybe she is maybe that's how she gets around all the time i don't know but herman's in the herman takes a a a carpool to work so the car sits there all the time i mean yeah and it was their only car and you know it was a birthday gift as well by the way, it's not the only car because Lily drives over that one time when they got That's the coach true. in the first place. That's true. I know. What happened to that thing in, in the weird the uh, driver? The ghost driver, yeah. yeah. Oh, that should have had the invisible man uh race the guy. That would have yeah. been awesome. Grandpa's not gonna give Herman the cold shoulder. You know why? He's got a solution to the whole problem. Herman and then Herman with the most <laughs> disturbing line of the episode. Yes. You aren't going to try to talk me into shooting myself again, are you? (laughs) I guffawed at because I was so shocked by it. Yeah, that's one of those lines. The monster, like every once in a while, maybe like every like 10 episodes, they say something strangely, like just so dark. You're like, what? So what happened? (laughs) And this is the second time they reference Herman shooting himself in the head. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we've seen him try before. Yeah. Yeah. No, you idiot. I'm going to build a car and I'm going to take it to the drag races next Saturday. And I'm going to beat Leadfoot Bronson at his own game. I can't remember what his name is. Baylor. Baylor. Herman laughs. You're going to build a car and race it? That's the most preposterous thing I've heard in the last 150 years. Then they're both laughing. Herman's like, it's childish, idiotic, and utterly fantastic. When can you start? (laughs) First thing in the morning. Yeah, I enjoyed that, like how they just revving up, revving up, revving up, and then they just stop immediately. Like I love how the problem is they lost a car. The solution is grandpa is going to build a car, but not for the family, <laughs> to race to win back yes. the other car. Right. Yeah. No, God forbid he just make a new car. Yes. You know? <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. I never even thought about that. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's the solution. I'm just going to build another car. And race it for me. (laughs) Fade to Marilyn and Lily doing dishes again. Oh, this is the conversation I absolutely hate. Car noises. Grandpa and Herman have been pounding it out in the garage for the last week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, Grandpa (laughs) took maybe a little special potion while they're down there. Well, um, they didn't say pounding it out, but they said pounding (laughs) something in the night. It's like I put pounding it out in the garage for last week. What are they up to? <laughs> they were really? No idea. I don't even care. So Marilyn asks, what are they doing? Liz's like, I don't give a shit. She isn't speaking to Herman until he gets the car back. Well, Marilyn goes, according to Eddie, they're building a car. Well, what'd you fucking ask for? <laughs> Why did you go? What are they up to? If you knew they're building a car. Good point. Good point. All Lily knows is they took Eddie's bike, pipes from the organ, and Herman came back from the parlor with an empty box. No way that shit can be a car. Well, never say never. Yep. Wipe mm-hmm. two. Herman opening up the garage, telling Grandpa to pull it out nice and slow. Pull it out nice and slow. Grandpa pulls <laughs> out. Okay, come on. What? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they were pouting it out, but it, <laughs> no. Pull out. I'm opening the garage. Come out yeah. nice and slow. Uh, mm-hmm. Grandpa pulls out in a car made out of a coffin, and it looks amazing. I love this. It thing. looks great. Yeah. It looks yes. Yeah. It, it is absolutely perfect. And Eddie goes, wow, what a rail. I bet this Dragula can wipe anything on the strip. 
Yes. Oh, you know what I really love is in the director's cut. Yeah, Rob Zombie's Dracula is just blaring as he comes rolling out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Herman thinks Detroit could take a lesson from the design. And the organ pipes are impressive. It's the only Agreed. automobile in America that could play Oh, Promise Me in second gear. <laughs> cool, Eddie wants I to guess. go call Sandy. I'm going to go call Sandy and tell him they're going to win this Saturday. And oh, Herman's God. getting like... Eddie, once again, running his goddamn mouth, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loose lips sink ships, and Eddie keeps sinking this one constantly. Mm-hmm. Herman's giddy, but Grandpa's like, "No, pump the brakes. Uh, we gotta, we gotta get there and make them commit to the bet, and then unveil your winning car." Like after, after they say, "Yeah, we'll do it." Herman's worried about the ethics of it. <laughs> Grandpa's like, "Nah." Sonny Liston says, "It's not about playing the game, but winning that counts." Herman laughs. The front of the car has a tombstone on it. It says Drag Eula, born 1367, died question mark. <laughs> and that's just well, grandpa's license plate from the old country. So so is this when he was born, because I feel like that conflicts with the whole burning. The last Rome. episode, yeah. Mm-hmm, yes. He he was there for Rome burning. He met Christ. He betrayed Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as they all they mentioned in their last episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. It, as is canon. He performed mm-hmm. all of Christ's miracles for him via <laughs> offstage magic. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. How ironic. The son of God and yep. this foul abomination becoming friends. And then yes. ultimately mm-hmm. betraying one another. <laughs> yep. Kind of like you and the devil when we go in the skooma. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, hold on. Now, I didn't think about it last time, but is that why Dracula hates the cross? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, it's a constant reminder of his betrayal of one of his best friends. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. amazing. It makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, Jesus got a little too big for his britches showing off, and yeah, it really got Grandpa mad. He can't stand to look at that thing ever, ever since. Yep. We fade to the drag strip. Eddie, Marilyn, Lily, they're going up into the bleachers. Liz, like, oh, this is fun. Reminds me of going to the wolf track and betting on our relatives. Yeah, 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 yeah. Herman and Grandpa are down the strip. Grandpa looks like Doc Brown. He looks weird. He's yeah. like 21.1 gigawatts. Marty. <laughs> uh, the, the weird outfit on Grandpa, it ain't working for me. I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's basically like just um, like, like one of those like paint suits like you would yeah. put on. Like <laughs> yep. They slapped one of those, the hat on him and some glasses that they don't look like sunglasses, but I don't think he can see out of them either. Yeah. And it just seems kind of weird that, like they they put together this other thing for Herman, but then Grandpa mm-hmm. just gets this. Like they could have done something like really cool for Grandpa. Yeah, he looks like or, a mad. Scientist. Or had it like, like he could have been wearing that one thing, and then like, kind of like the same thing to reveal the car. But then he could have like been like you know ripped that thing off and had like a cool racing outfit on. <laughs> I would love that. Breakaway outfits yeah. mm-hmm. for Grandpa. I like breakaway office in general. So, oh, fair enough. Yeah. So they're there. Grandpa looks like Doc Brown, and then here comes their opponent, the Red Fink. Now he's pulling up, driving the old monstrous coach. <laughs> he's gonna race in this. I can't believe it. Yep, Herman strolls up to him. Munster, ready for another losing day at the track? Who me? No, my decrepit, broken-down old grandfather is going to blast <laughs> your heap. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
we need grandpa every time herman does that we need grandpa to pop and go thank, thank you, you. <laughs> my decrepit that- broken down old grandfather it's <laughs> gonna blast your heap but old boy man he's been working on the monster's car all week and he's got to work and wipe out anything on wheels wow herman goads him into repeating the bet it's like oh let's just do this bet same bet before we'll bet for cars and the dude's like well i don't know what you have under that canvas but the bet is on mm-hmm. okay they shake. Herman doesn't have the shit on his hands, and so that's good. Yep, he's a little nervous at first. He double checks. He's like, mm-hmm. "Yep." And then they walk over the whole six feet between them and the canvas car, right? Like the way that they sh- they cut this and shot it, I thought Herman had to go across the track to meet this guy. <laughs> no, he was no. right there. He could have been able to. Well, let's look under the canvas real fast. They didn't even bother. Right, right? it's not that far. <laughs> yeah, no, just walk on over. So they walk over the whole six feet. Uh, and then grandpa pulls off the canvas and dude looks shook. He's like, Oh, I ain't never seen a rail like that before. Herman calls him a chicken. Uh, and then grandpa's like, you know, shut your goddamn yapper. You big fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And then Herman and grandpa, for some reason, decide to walk away from the car (laughs) and they leave, uh, Leadfoot Boris and his mechanic alone (laughs) at their car. They just leave him there. They just leave him mm-hmm. like, all right, well, we agreed to this race. Come on, grandpa. Let's walk over here for a little while. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's go walk about uh, 20 feet this way and put our back to the car. And that's when we get this clip. Hey, left foot. They got a real bomb here. What if old pop takes us? Well, supposing he does. It's going to be real difficult for him to collect on his bet from the fracture ward, ain't it? What do you mean by that? Look. This parachute is the only way they can stop this thing after the race is over. And if we kind of borrow it, wham, he hits the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And so, Leadfoot Gordon Gordon (laughs) and his mechanic agree. At that point, to commit murder, to kill grandpa, a decrepit old man. Yeah. Well, not kill him, just put him in the fracture ward. No, mm-hmm. he's totally dead if he has he's, he, he dies. If, if you go ahead, like back then, Keith, those cars were like born, ma- born. They were made to kill, right? <laughs> like, there was nothing <laughs> safe about them. They smashed high speeds into a car, your wall would explode. Yeah. Yes. Probably burn for like three hours afterwards. I like that. What happens if he wins? Yeah, he'll be dead. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is his only means of stopping this car. Now, by the way, first of all, it, yeah, so he'll be dead or he'll be in the fracture ward, as they refer to it here, that he won't be able to collect. Well, Herman and Eddie could still collect. I yeah. Mean- <laughs> and then once they find out they stole the parachute, sue mm-hmm. and take everything they have. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Leadfoot. Uh, Leadfoot Crand- Crandall Baylor? will be out of everything. Home, yep. rail, nothing. He'll got right. nothing. I mean, yeah. How ironic. To, the only way to stop this this car is to take away its stopping mechanism. Yeah. Like they could have done anything else. Well, it would be hard for him to go if his tires are flat. Yeah. Right? He was like, stab the tires. <laughs> like, you can't win a race if you can't steer. Or right, can't win yeah. a race if there's a bunch of water in the gas tank. You know, nothing. <laughs> yeah, we'll just 
We'll just commit cold blood and murder. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. We'll murder. And on the way that you walk out, just to make sure nobody sees it, he pulls his jacket out a little bit. Yes. <laughs> which made me laugh. Pulls his jacket out. I was out like, it's the stupidest thing possible. Yep. Very inconspicuous. Yeah, nobody's going to see that. So then we cut to the stands. Oh, there's a seat, Aunt Lily. And so Aunt Lily asks this dude to scoot down. And like a series of events that contradicts anything that's ever happened in the previous 35 episodes, this man looks at Lily and screams and then falls over. Yeah, what's up with that? No one has ever done that to Lily before. Yeah, usually they're like just unsettled. They're not yeah. like out of their mind. Uh, right. Also, none of the other people in the stands seem like they're even bothered. Nope. <laughs> Nobody notices. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> so I, I get the Herman thing. And okay, Grandpa looks awkward, mm-hmm. but he doesn't look unhuman. <laughs> nope. Lily. <laughs> Lily just dresses weird, but she looks completely normal. I'm I'm thrown off by the fact that like anytime anybody ever sees her, it's like, oh, what? Yeah. Let alone doing this like weird backflip type thing. I don't know. <sighs> but Lily's like, well, wasn't it nice of him to give up his seat? No one else complains about Lily. They sit. Look, there's Grandpa at the starting line now. We get a little bit of a recap, mini recap. Oh, he's racing against our car. I hope he wins so we can get it back. It's always been just like one of the family. <laughs> Cut to Leadfoot Zorich is in his car. He's, he's in his racing gear. The the mechanic standing next to him. Hey, Leadfoot, the boob hasn't even noticed the shoot's missing. He won't stop until he hits Mississippi. Uh, that's his tough luck. That's his tough luck. <laughs> that's not tough luck. That is something else. Yeah. It is called mm-hmm. sabotage. Mm-hmm. Sabotage. And that we get the sabotage. little mini recap. Herman is taking a picture of grandpa because grandpa kind of looks awesome in this like glass dome mm-hmm. of this. Hot he, he does look cool when he's like sitting in the car with his goggles down. I thought yeah. he looked a lot better. Cigar lit up. Yes. Spewing out smoke in this small contained area. <laughs> he kind of yeah. looks like that. That that. Uh, what was that show with like all the racers and there's that evil guy with the mustache? No, Snidely Whiplash. Yeah, like, yeah, he kind of looked like that. What, what and, was it? Wacky races? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yes, him and uh, Mutley. Yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and it's very much filling up with smoke the whole time. I thought it was going to be like a thing where like he couldn't see like where the starting line was or something. <laughs> yeah. But Grandpa, you're taking pictures now? And Herman's like, oh, you look so natural in that box. <laughs> it is a coffin. I love it. And I wrote funny. down Grandpa looks insane because he does look insane. Yes. But I love it. Yes. I like this part. Yeah. So the flag waves and the race begins. Herman's like, Grandpa, you forgot. And then we see the cars racing away. Your parachute. So Herman noticed at the Herman last second. noticed at the very last second. Cars are racing. Come on, Grandpa. Cars are still racing. Come on, Grandpa. Lily's so nervous. Eddie, stop biting your nails. And Eddie is literally chewing on <laughs> nails. Mm-hmm. Much like this. Grandpa, 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 yeah. 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 Grandpa laughs as he crosses the finish line. <laughs> then everybody's like, oh, he won. <laughs> and then Grandpa, narrating what he does, says he always does. Now for the one simple thing to stop the car. Time. <laughs> For my old trusty that I installed myself, my own personal parachute. <laughs> and then for some reason, he just the car just turns sharp left, 
<laughs> right in front of the other coach. They don't crash, luckily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes back towards Herman, and it starts doing donuts around Herman. Pretty yeah, much, it's like doing U turns over and over <laughs> again. Grandpa <laughs> yeah. even looks at him like, I don't know, like we're not <laughs> driving this thing anymore. Grandpa shrugs, it's like it's, it's all it's crazy. So Herman grabs the back bumper of the car and tries to stop it. So Herman is basically skeeching behind the car as it spins around. He's got smoke coming off of his shoes. This is a pretty good practical stunt. I enjoyed this. And it's making squealy noises. Mm-hmm. Finally, the car mm-hmm. stops. Lily, Marilyn, Eddie, Eddie come down out of the stands. Herman's behind the car. His shoes are still smoking. That's the uh, prize-winning uh, effect, of the, effect yep. of the week. Herman's son-in-law, baby, you saved my life. And he says, well, what else like, could I do? I have to have this box back at the parlor first thing Monday morning. <laughs> you just borrowed it? Yeah. Wow. It's destroyed, if I had to guess. Then we get the final commercial break. Come back. Credits can happen any moment. Mm-hmm. Family is driving. I thought they were driving back, but they're just driving in the coach. Lily is still scolding Herman. It's not right after the race. <laughs> it was naughty of you to lose the car in that race. What? Thanks to Grandpa for winning it back. So just in case you caught the last commercial, you're like, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> you get the recap there. Yep. 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 And then Grandpa says, for once in this family, let the dead stay buried. <laughs> let it go, Lily. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Marilyn sure hopes no harm was done to the car. Lily agrees because it's such a beautiful car. Ever notice how people turn and stare when we drive by? (laughs) Herman's like, ah, pish posh. It's good for a car to race. It loosens up the engine. And then Eddie, let's go. We want to get to the cemetery before all the good spots are taken. He's sitting up back. And then he cut to Lily and she's got a picnic basket. Didn't see that before, but she's got one. So Mm -hmm. I guess guess you're going on a picnic. (laughs) Right, Eddie. Herman starts to pull away, and all sorts of shit falls out the back of the car. They turn out, and then there's a whole engine sitting in the street with fans spinning. Laughter. The car continues to drive away. And revs up as well. Revs up like it has a, has a second engine. Mm-hmm. Credits. Season one, episode thirty-six, Hot Rod Monster. What'd you guys think? I, I dug most of this episode. I I I just I enjoyed the uh when the monsters actually leave the house. Um I was a little shocked that they went because I mean I we knew the car the second car was gonna be there at some point. I was kind of shocked it was still in season one. It kind of seems like jumping the gun a little bit on that. Uh but it was cool to see the the Dragula and them being out and about doing stuff. Obviously, Herman's outfit, all the other fun stuff. Um, it, it kind of then I I can overlook some of the weird uh, dish dishwashing conversation because yeah. uh, all the rest of it kind of stood out a little bit more. Yeah, I'm about the same. I I liked it a lot for the most part. There's a few moments here and there. Where I think most of the Lily stuff just kind of man this like she's just very angry all the time which i guess is her gimmick i don't know it, is, it feels like it seems it's just with the monsters like these characters it's just hard to they, they don't have a really like a solid character they can shift and mold to whatever the writers want them to uh for better or for worse but i love herman as this like punk leather guy that's amazing 
and him just like acting all cool. Anytime Herman does that's just great. And like that's just makes it like this episode just stayed out in my mind. And I think, yeah, the the, the whole setup itself, like the racing stuff is is really fun. So yeah, I think this is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. But this one it has it, it's a 7.7 IMDB. I don't know if it's there for me, but it's probably that seven range because it had enough good to outweigh the dumb that I didn't like. Yeah. The biggest dumbs being just like why are why is it only Lily and Marilyn are doing dishes? That's all they can do in this episode. <laughs> I hate how right. everyone's mean to one another. I I just dislike when the whole family is just mean to one another. Mm-hmm. And I do not like the whole Eddie volunteering his dad with just <laughs> reckless abandon. I just what's the point? Why? Yeah, can you cannot find another mechanism to get him to this drag race. I mean, yeah. even the mini monsters did this and did it better. <laughs> Getting them. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Getting to the, but at least getting to the race part. Okay, yeah. I need an excuse for it. Uh, But it was almost the same thing. My dad could beat your dad. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And they race in the smog. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Now we know what we thought. There's lots of opinion on IMDb. Three different opinions, as a matter of fact. One definitely comes from December of 2007, and it's a nine out of ten. There's another person from June of 2007, and he gives it, or he, they, eventually equals always is what their name is. Mm. They give it an 8 out of 10. Holy okay. shit, I just opened up and it's a big block of text. <laughs> uh, altogether, one of the better Munster episodes. Highly recommended. Okay. A lot of it I looks agree. like recap. Mm-hmm. And then one more, 9 out of 10. Grandpa's stuntman. Have you ever noticed that when he first drives Dracula out of the garage, he nearly ran over both Eddie and the steps. <laughs> Old Grandpa could have done that himself. <laughs> That's what? what he says. Nine out of ten. So, Nine out of ten. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> one out of one found that helpful. I like that. I find that helpful too. Yeah. Did you notice that he almost killed a kid? <laughs> Nine out of ten. That's, that's, that's Nine out of ten. You know what he gets for these shenanigans. Mm-hmm. You know it would have what would have pushed it to a ten out of ten is if you know you he know did. what he really wanted. You know what he really wanted. Ran over Eddie mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. steps. Yep. Well, that may have if he if like, if he would have hit a kid or the steps, it would have broke the car or the steps or split Eddie in half. Who knows? And then we would have been robbed of that song. Uh, oh, well, whatever happened to him, we know what happened. Oh, yeah. man. Whatever Damn. happened to him, he was run over by a car in an episode. So we would have had a lot of broken stuff, and nothing was broken in this episode, much like episode one when the babysitter came and babysitted Eddie and nothing phased her. She could not be broken by anything the monsters did, but something had to have potentially broken her eventually. And what would it have been in this episode? Uh, I, I'm going to go back. Uh... And say that she got she's been rebroken oh. on this one because again when Herman comes in and he's wearing that full all outfit and she looks at it and she's like for you guys for a long time I've done a lot of laundry with you guys where the hell do you get these outfits <laughs> overnight where did these outfits keep coming from and and that rebreaks her because she's already it, it didn't take a whole lot of time because she was broken once before by the same similar thing so Mm. so it's still very fragile when it comes to this she's somewhat of a detective in her spare times you know she's not she can't be a babysitter all the time that's kind of a side gig she does every once in a while but she's been kind of into this the the criminal side of this this racing empire this drag (laughs) racing there's some dark stuff going on and 
there's the, the lead foot killer is what they call this guy who's been going around and it's like nobody can pin it on anyone in particular but it seems odd that there's this this parachute problem everybody's their parachutes are missing you know the the family claims oh he would never forget it he had it with him i swear but no there's no evidence it's like it just like disappeared mysteriously like nobody noticed anything strange happening and this time you know she's like oh the mustards are going to this drag race i guess i'll just take some time off and just relax you know embrace the lighter side of this uh this dark dark part of the city and then she <laughs> notices it she sees Leadfoot grab the, the parachute and just casually walk off whistling holding his jacket up like nobody saw anything and nobody did but her oh and goodness. uh uh, it snapped her, 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 you know, being a detective, you got to ride that line sometimes, right? You know, it gets a dark, it's a, it can be kind of a dark job. And I think so, that this, her sense of justice and she's, she's, she finally, she's like, I got to take this guy down. Nobody can stop him. He's, he's too, you know, and then she, she pulls out some uh, vigilante justice and, you know, maybe she broke her moral code, but that's, you know, uh, is it worth it? Who can say? Who can say? Well, I think the babysitter over all this time, I think she's a bit of an adrenaline junkie. And mm. she, that, that's why she babysitted for the monsters in the first place. She Ooh. wanted the rush of being around monsters. Yes. But over, sense. over the time, like she, she's like, nothing's been doing it for us. Like, I just can't. She's like, oh, well. her husband's like, well, you want to jump out of a plane? She's like, oh, maybe I will jump out of a plane. So she's got her parachute, she's got all of her stuff. Meanwhile, down the street, <laughs> Grandpa's building the car. He's like, "I need one last thing—a parachute." So he sends Eddie over to the Eddie over, <laughs> over the babysitters. Uh, grab the see if he can find a parachute. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. he does, but he's like, "Oh, you know, replace it with this one, right?" You know, so Grandpa gives uh, Eddie a fake parachute full of like knives and spoons or whatever, uh, and uh, replaces it. So while Grandpa is drag racing, uh, old Leadfoot, um, a Baylor Stevenson, and uh, while that's happening, there's a plane going <laughs> over the uh, racetrack, and there's the old babysitter. She's like, she's jumping out. She's like, I don't know what she screams out. She's like, America! You know, she jumps out. <laughs> well, she's diving. A yeah, she pulls the cord, and a bunch of knives and spoons come flying out. Uh, it, it 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 took a long time to get there, but she's broken eventually as she hits the ground. Oh God! <laughs> oh, physically, actually, literally broken. Yes, <laughs> she is broken. Mm. Um, Was it a, like a miracle landing where like she somehow survived, but broke <laughs> yeah. like every bone in her body? Yes, that nothing happened to all of her vital organs; just all bones broken. <laughs> she hit at just the right angle where yeah, just yep. <laughs> shattered every bone, yeah. but mercifully left everything else intact. Yeah. So oh. that's her. She's broken, but she'll recover. The doctors expect a long, <laughs> painful recovery. Yep. I can't <laughs> wait to see the next Musters episode where she's like in a full body cast. <laughs> yeah. Right next to Mel Blanc. Right next to Mel Bronk. 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 That was another show. Oh, man. Everything's fusing into one now because that was season one, episode 36. We have oh, two more. Two I more to go. I can hardly believe it. We're so close. Oh my gosh. The Christmas season is upon us. Mm-hmm. Or the holiday season. Let's not mm-hmm. exclude all the other holidays. What better gift to give us 
than the merciful ending of season one of the monsters. Yep. Yep. And new beginnings oh, with a whole nother 30 mm-hmm. some episodes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God. And then it's just going to be like even dragging more going like, Oh, we got to get to the end. You know, what's wild. This is like one of those billboards you see on the highway. It's like, if you lived here, you ought to be home. We're in, this, <laughs> yes. this is episode 36. Where if we saw the billboard, it's like, if this was season two, you'd already be done. Uh, because there's only 32 episodes in season yep, two. Yep. Oh man. I've got a th- I think season two is where they're really gonna hit their stride and it's gonna be it's gonna be real good. I hope so. A lot of, a lot of uh, Ezra Pound, Ezra Stone. Uh, Ezra Stone. Man. There's just so many words that happen in this episode and these episodes sure. and they just all get jumbled. Well, there it was, season one, episode 36. The weird 36 38th way through, so what is that? Two and 36 18. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no 18 way to tell. 19th of the way through. That's oh, a new math. math, I can't keep up with it. Yep, uh, but we gotta wait a whole more week for you know episode 37. Mm-hmm. So, in the meantime, Keith, what do you got for everybody to listen to? Oh man, well, the holiday season really bringing gifts because we're basically right at the end of that was great. Wasn't it season two? Oh man, feels like I started the same Karate Kid series when we started the monsters at this point, but uh, it's only been half that time. Oh man, it is. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, every episode, the recaps have been fun, uh, much more fun than that cartoon actually deserves. So uh, tune in, check out the back catalog, enjoy it while it lasts. Yes, do that. Yeah. What about you, Terry? Well, you know, speaking of enjoying it while it lasts, uh, <laughs> run the rails mm-hmm. on hiatus, which is another show that I do. Uh, we talk about movies. We haven't had an episode in a while, but there's plenty to go around from holiday past, Christmas past. You know, that's it's always lurking. There's like, look, Terry, don't you remember recording this? I'm like, <laughs> yes, go away, go away. <laughs> I remember. You should listen to them. They're, they're fun. They're good episodes. I'm sure there's a, a movie that you've seen that we've covered. So check it out. And then also don't forget that we have Patreon. What? Uh, yeah. Monster Hunters Patreon. Patreon.com slash Monster Hunters. Monster Hunters on those socials. We just do silly, goofy, fun things over there. And boy, there's some buzz at the Monster Hunter compound about <laughs> upcoming oh, Patreon episodes. Like, uh, there's so much buzz about it. We'll see how it We'll we'll see what we unearth, and if maybe yeah. maybe for the holiday season it'll be free. It'll be on the oh, that'd be feed. fun. Mm. We'll see though. We'll see. I don't want to jump the gun or anything. Yeah, but no. the only the one way the Ghost of Christmas feature could tell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we don't like. He's the thick Gary one. He's got that hood. You know, <laughs> yeah, he that really hates. Oh, him. he's the monster's favorite one though. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's probably just Grandpa in the hood. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah. Uh, check out the Patreon. Check us out on the socials. Email us, monsterhunters at gmail. Yeah. Tweet at us, monsterhunters. Uh, we're, we're getting uh, towards the end. If you uh, want to tell us like what your favorite monsters episodes were or something. You oh, know. that'd be something. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let us know. Mm. What's your favorite monster episode from season one? I mean, yeah. We may even recap and tell you what our favorites were. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see. Or what? what's what's the favorite piece of dumb that you've heard on our episodes <laughs> mm, oh, yeah lots of dumb. oh boy <laughs> lots of dumb. yeah mm. oh. usually something keith said but you know oh keith i don't know if that's true you everything you say is weighted with such poignancy and intelligence mm. and intelligence mm. well sometimes it doesn't work but boy mm. what what <laughs> you know what 
while we debate over what the original, what those three things should be, we should probably end this episode like we do every episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. let's do it. It is tradition. This is tradition. Yeah. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place. Adrenaline's pumping. He almost looks like Grandpa. He does kind of. He does. dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead you? Who'd have thought they'd lead you? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, this is like a nine-minute version. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullett. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.